0: all right all right party people welcome back to the pod the four agreements all right get this mic clipped on um outside on this beautiful friday all right so, um, from page 53 at the break, and I read through most of page 56 until the break right before the end on that page. So, guys, we're in for a treat. So, I'm glad that I stopped at the break um, last time. And let's talk about this, um, next section. So, you know, we've been talking about the second agreement, which is not taking things personally. They talked about not taking things personally that people say, not taking things personally that people do. Uh, it starts getting real esoteric here, guys. Um... Now, I'm usually down for, like, deep, vulnerable conversations about things. Um, I guess the difficulty is that lately I've been a little scattered, a little bit all over the place. You know, my schedule's shifting here and there. I'm kind of making you know, I have, I have a bit of a routine, but it's, like, I've been really feeling like I need to break that routine, and then it's really throwing me off with, like, the pod, the pod episodes, and the recordings, and, you know, the, it's just kind of throwing me off, um, I'm trying to kind of settle into something, and, uh, so, yeah, like, I noticed, too, that, you know, I don't really, like, my mind, isn't really going into a lot of deep spaces, um, because I haven't been, you know, um, like, maybe I'm not refreshed, or I'm just, like, it's hard for my mind to kind of, like, settle and, like, delve into those things when it's so busy delving into all kinds of other stuff for my day. So, um this kind of, this segment kind of hit me, you know, a little bit, just because, you know, I've been, you know, just kind of doing, like, a whole, like, matter of fact, like, okay, this is my day, this is what I do, this is what I've been doing, uh, this is what I did, uh, this is what I think about it, but I haven't really been taking any, like, deeper level looks at things too much, like, outside of this book, like, I've been, I've been doing a little bit, uh, but I feel like it's not, like, Um, I don't know, like, maybe I'm wrong in that. Maybe I have had some pretty good insights into things. I just feel like I've been rushed, like, I do record a lot when I'm kind of driving around and stuff, and, you know, so I've, you know, I haven't gone to the beach and recorded in a while, so maybe I'll do that tomorrow and during the weekend, but, um, tomorrow's Saturday, and yeah, so I'll probably do that Saturday and Sunday. Uh, yeah, cause the beach started charging parking and sometimes it's a little hot now. Uh, we still got June gloom, so, and the sun did kind of come out today, but, um, otherwise it's been, it's been pretty gloomy weather, pretty gray out. So, <clears throat> you know, uh, with that, so let's jump into this. Um, so this said. Shin on 53 starts talking about, um, you know, don't take anything personally, even if they say good things about you, you know, not taking it personally because, you know, people base what they're going to say about you kind of based on their feelings sometimes, uh, their feelings about you, their current feelings of the state of mind they're in at that point. Um, <clears> hmm. <throat> And, okay, so I'm going to jump into each of these paragraphs with maybe, like, examples, but after I go through the general parts of them. So, um, all right, so, um, yeah, so actions, words, we already know. We're not taking those personally. Um... <clears throat> And then it goes into this super esoteric topic of, you know, the opinions you have about yourself might not necessarily be true. And not taking the things that your mind has to say um, personally either. Um, Now, this is where I started getting a little confused. These are some ideas I haven't really heard of in in this way before um so it says the mind has the ability to talk to itself but it also has the ability to hear information that is available from other realms um and basically it says the toltecs called these beings allies and in Europe, Africa, India they uh they called them the gods uh and then it says this is all on page 54 our mind also exists in the level of the gods so remember earlier how they talked about you know, like these uh realities um the dream uh so yeah um And it says, our mind also lives in that reality and can perceive that reality. And then on page 55, it talks about the mind talking to itself. Similar to how you have a left hand, a right hand. You can shake your left and right hand together. Like, you can shake hands with yourself, basically, and know what you're doing. Um, Like, your hands are both aware of one another, uh and then they say, "You know the mitote uh you know it's called the mitote the they mentioned this earlier in the book uh the mitote is basically like like tons and tons of people talking all at once, kind of like a busy marketplace um Okay. And then page 56, it says some part of the mind has objections to certain thoughts and actions. And and another part supports the actions of the opposing thoughts. So going back through these different ideas, um, it's like This section for me was kind of hard to tease out like one main point because it seems like it has many points that I haven't really thought about it in that way or heard about it in that way. Now, coming from the psychology background, I would say one thing that I can uh, say that is often um often uh spoken about one thing that i can say is um you know uh Yes, it's often, it's often spoken about and, um, you know, in psychology, you know, there's a lot of talk about self-talk, you know, um, positive self-talk, negative self-talk. Usually, people, um, struggle, you know, and want to talk to a therapist more so along the lines of negative self-talk, right? Because it's like, that's the self-talk that's usually more distressing. Um, Or maybe they don't even want to talk about that. They might want to talk about their anxiety or their depression, but then the therapist might realize that the self-talk of that person is negative. And the self-talk is pretty much that internal running voice that just goes on and on and on. Um, and that's where, you know, I was pretty much, uh, taught, I don't know if I learned it in a book or learned it just through my own practicing or maybe a combination of things. Um, um, learning about breath work and, you know, you know, when I was practicing breath work, like I do it pretty routinely. I wouldn't say routinely. I do it pretty regularly, but I don't always have a routine like I'd say the closest I get to having a routine is like sundown or night uh nightfall around 8 p.m this time of year so just to kind of end the day out and have a time of reflection but that's not always the case um that's not always how um how, Mm. that's not always how I do things, Uh, so yeah, when it talks about self, well, when it talks about, you know, um, the the talking, that kind of mind talking, that's kind of what comes to my mind first, is the concept of self-talk. So, not taking anything personally outwardly that someone does or says, good or bad, um, is uh, that's an interesting concept because I don't know if I've ever heard anybody talking about like the good aspect as well. Kind of same with the self talk. Like, most times people don't really spend too much time talking about the positive self talk, or, you know, uh, usually they want to talk about the negative usually they want to talk about you know uh things that they consider distressing like negative self talk or uh taking things personally that other people did or said to them uh that are negative not so much taking things personally like I've never heard anybody like man they compliment me like if it's like in a creepy way somebody complimenting you and making you like uncomfortable or like embarrassed that's kind of like different but I mean if somebody is just, like, always complimenting you, always nice to you, always polite to you, you know, usually, I don't know about you, but usually for me, I will not complain about that, I would not be like, oh, this person is so gentle and kind and compassionate, like, how dare they, you know, like, usually I'd be kind of like, okay, like, that's nice, that's pleasant, you know, I like that, um, I mean, there is such a thing as like toxic positivity where people are kind of just like, you know, invalidating in a way where it's like, you know, maybe if, say if I have an issue and I go and try to open up to my friend about this issue that I'm experiencing, I don't know, it could be anything like, you know, why do I get angry when I'm, you know, sitting in on the front porch And, you know, a neighbor walks their dog and there's a certain dog that likes to come and, you know, sniff around just near my driveway. And I feel like it's kind of like an invasion of privacy. Like, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. But I'm like, you know, if that was a problem I'm dealing with and then I tell a friend, you know, I would want a friend ideally to... Um, listen and hear what I'm saying and be like, man, like, yeah, I could see how that would be like annoying or I could see how that would be like a challenge to deal with. Or like, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to do something about it versus someone being like, that's not a big deal. Like, don't like my life has bigger, bigger problems than yours. Or like, or like, oh, you want to compare problems? You want to compare complaints and, you know, concerns with privacy? Listen to what I have to say about my life instead of yours. Or like, you know, um, or somebody just being like, "Oh, look at the bright side! Like, cheer up! You know, smile. Put a smile on your face." Yeah, you know, and I'm not saying that those things are bad to say, but it's kind of like if it's always like that, you know, uh, people kind of sometimes don't feel heard. Like I, I feel like a lot of people want to hear uh, the the things uh, want to hear someone kind of like siding with them not always debating with them and, like, choosing the opposite side or not always just, like, invalidating them and saying, like, that how they feel or think is wrong for whatever reason. Now, I would say for myself personally, I do kind of like it when, yeah, people validate and, you know, seem to kind of understand where I'm coming from, but then also, like, if they could still go, like, another level with it sometimes, too, like, if they do think I'm wrong, or if they do think, you know, they would handle it in another way, or if they do feel like their mind would maybe address it differently, I would like to hear, like, what they have to say, like, a lot of times when I'm talking to my friends, I really like to hear their opinions, even if their opinions are, like, totally different from mine, uh, but there is kind of, like, a way to be kind of, like, uh, you know, like, sensitive about it, or, like, understanding about it, versus being completely invalidating, those are two different things, um, i got to put my phone on low battery, all right, so, all right, so that's, so that's, um, one level and then yeah I would say that I do um you know value communication uh in that way but um yeah I mean I'm not I'm not too stuffy with things like I mean I you know I'm not like people can't have their own opinions around me or whatever it's just kind of, like, the manner in which they express their opinions, you know? Like, like, I mean, I, I feel like most of my close friends, we can talk about pretty much anything. And we don't see the world exactly the same all the time on a lot of stuff. On a lot of even important issues, like voting and finances and, you know, expenses and, you know, drugs and, you know, all all kinds of things. Like, political religious, like, we're so different in so many different ways, but, you know, I think, you know, we all have respect for each other's personalities and enjoy each other's company and personalities, um, but yeah, like, when this, when the paragraph on page 54 starts talking about, um, not taking your own mind personally, That's something I never really thought about too much. Um... And then where those ideas in your mind come from... Uh... And... That your mind has the ability to hear information from other realms... I... 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 I don't... I don't think I've heard anything like that before. Um... Like, I would say, I would say, um, for myself personally, I notice how I can tune in or not tune in to, um, a certain energy, right? So, um, if there's, like, a certain energy where I'm, like, able to kind of, um tune into it or not and that definitely affects my mind and affects if I'm taking things personally like that's something I've kind of noticed like an example of that for me would be like if I see you know if I'm watching a movie and there's something kind of triggering on there like for example last night uh, last night yeah last night I was up late watching movies because I couldn't sleep um, not that that was going to help me sleep, but I realized I didn't have any plans. Well, I knew I didn't have any plans till later in the day. And so I figured, you know, since I don't have plans till later, I'm just going to stay up anyways. So there was this show, I'm trying to find it on Netflix. There was a show on Netflix that I was going to watch, uh, called Transatlantic, Atlantic. Now, it seemed right up my alley, uh, like, historical drama, World War II time period, but not that long ago, I had been binge-watching World War II content, uh, particularly about the Holocaust and Nazi Germany and all these kind of things, and my goodness, like, I was so exhausted by it. I I got so tired and overwhelmed by it and started feeling so negatively about it I told myself I was like stop you know stop with the world war ii stuff stop with the hitler content and the stalin content and stop popping over to the north korean content like just stay away from all this like it's not helping you um and I was kind of deep in it for like a few day period maybe like three days or something like that where I had just binge watched a lot of content that was just super heavy and negative with a lot of like you know what that what's in that content like none of it is really like positive but I was kind of thinking about like why do people think these ways and like you know conformity and control and you know would I have listened what I have hid Would I have ran Would I have fought like what would I have done you know I don't know why I just wanted to sit in that for a few days, but I I totally did. And that's also not very me because I don't tend to gravitate towards heavy content, but I have noticed because I've been feeling a little bit better, I'm able to kind of co- tolerate content like that. Like usually I wouldn't even want to watch a commercial that has something like that in it, or like an ad that has some kind of content like that in it. I would have been wishing that I never saw like I wouldn't be like deeply kind of like disturbed by it necessarily but I would be like okay like I don't want to see that again or like you know something like you know versus like actually actively engaging with it and like watching multiple episodes and movies and documentaries back to back to back like that like usually I would not do that and if I would it might have been like one show or one episode or one movie or something not just, like, back-to-back content for multiple days on end. Like, that is not usually, you know, the way Then I... because Because I've had such high stress levels, like, that's not usually how I would have done things. But, I don't know. Like, I... Um, I realize that that's not usually how I would have done things, but I, um, I did do it because I could, and it was a little bit disturbing, but not as disturbing as things normally would have been for me that are like that type of content. And so that's the type of thing that I kind of realized on my own was kind of like how I tune into to different content and how the energy of it kind of affects me or impacts me Um because I'm not usually aware of it. And so, um yeah, like, because I'm not usually aware of it, of how it's impacting me, I'm, you know, I mean, cause I am usually pretty sensitive to it is what I mean. Uh And this last time I kind of was just like, whatever. Um, I found it not entertaining, like, in a fun way, but more, like, it was, like, feeding my mind, like, I kind of liked the intellectual challenge of it all, uh, even though it was really dark and I don't really, you know, I don't agree with, like, racial hatred, genocide, I don't agree with Nazis and all that, you know, I'm not into all that kind of stuff, but, um, just the concepts themselves of, like, society and politics and how people can just be driven to do horrific things. Um, you know, that's a lot of the content I was watching right then, and, um, yeah, it affects my energy negatively, like, it, it affects my sleep, it affects my thought processes, it makes me just feel, like, low, low energy, like, I don't have, like, I'm not smiling, I'm not laughing, I'm not excited, um, and... Yeah, but for, for the voice in your mind to come from another reality or another realm, um, like, I, I'm not saying something's right or wrong, but I'm, I'm trying to like, think about it. Like, to me, it seems like, Maybe an example of that could be, like, uh, a a way of looking at life or a perception that uh, was never had before. So, I mean, I don't know if this is controversial, but basically, I've noticed that psychedelics, so either psychedelics that are, uh, like, most, like, Um, like, so if you say, like, psilocybin, like, people know it as magic mushrooms, uh, or, um, uh, cannabis edibles, like, they're, you know, they've got these psychoactive properties. I've talked about multiple times that, you know, I like these types of products. Um, it's hard to really compare, psilocybin to cannabis like it's there are some similarities but they're pretty different um and because where I live uh cannabis well psilocybin as well but cannabis is legal um psilocybin isn't quite legal but you can kind of get your hands on it and you probably won't get in trouble but it's like like they sell it in a way online that you can buy it and order it to deliver to your house so it's like I don't know what to say to that it's like okay maybe it's illegal but it's also like I don't think anybody's like tracking these sites or whatever you know like um they're getting taxed and you know they have to pay their taxes the money's still going back to the government so it's like whatever you know Um, but, oh man, guys, like, I just don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I think, so with the use of psilocybin and cannabis, and I'm talking about this on the fly, I haven't thought this through at all until now. I'm trying to think about it on the spot. Um, I've noticed that it's easy to tap into certain things. Um, where my mind isn't naturally going by itself. But have I had ideas that are so far from my own understanding of the world in general that I'm like, this is from some other thing? Um, I would say my own personal experiences have been more like... I guess the thing that I I can explain the best is... How I'm feeling one day or like for consecutive days or multiple parts of multiple days, you know, how I'm feeling and then how I end up actually being how I end up actually like uh, what the result is later. Um, so, for example, like I talk a lot about my energy I feel like my energy is just crap sometimes like lately I've just been struggling with that a lot like my energy's crap like I wake up I might be anxious in the morning I might feel crappy in the morning I'll eat sometimes I'll be like pretty motivated because of the caffeine and then you know I'll kind of be getting stuff done and feel good that I got stuff done but then still be looking at like all the stuff that I didn't get done and just wondering like why I'm no longer able to, um, do things in the way that I used to, um, because <clears throat> there was maybe, like, other times when I found it a little bit easier to, um, like, there were other times when I found it, like, a little bit easier to, um, uh, just be able to kind of do what was maybe like expected. Um, so I've kind of just been like, like, um, like maybe I was able to just kind of, um, ex- experience, you know, uh, feeling like like, uh, today, today sucks, you know, today's not, not good, like, I'm, I'm looking at the negative stuff, and then I'll take, usually if it's later in the day, it's probably going to be a cannabis product, so, um, I only really take psilocybin these days, like, on an empty stomach, like, first thing in the morning, um, and so, because um, I like it on an empty stomach, because it's, Otherwise, I get, like, stomach irritability. So, I usually don't take these things. Like, I usually don't take psilocybin in the evening. Um, But say I take some psilocybin after a day of kind of feeling like, eh, some crummy moments but maybe they got a little bit better and I just kind of moved on you know like that's kind of kind of how a lot of my days go it's like I wouldn't say every single day I feel perfect like I will feel like physically uh negative sensations physically like a little bit I, I would call it like physical discomfort I wouldn't really go as far as to call it like pain physical pain Um, there can be, like, a little, like, emotional pain there. Just kind of, like, mental pain, um, cognitive, like, discomfort, and then, like, physical discomfort. I would call it more of, like, a discomfort. Um, it's not itching. It's not anything, like, it's just kind of, like, tension, if that makes sense. Um, like, kind of, like, um like if somebody gives you caffeine but then like you have to just like sit there and like you can't talk and you can't move and you can't do anything but your mind is racing and you're you know you got like a lot going on like you want to run you want to go for a run or something and you're just like sitting it quietly in an office or something like it's but it's like I don't have to have caffeine in my system to have that type of it's not that intense, but it's, like, ongoing and mild, just kind of, like, tension, and so I, you know, I might feel that way, and then, you know, after taking some cannabis, like, usually it would be an edible, you know, I can kind of talk myself through things a little bit better, and just be like, okay, pause, like, what's going on, you know, like, take a break, like, You notice that like I've been I've been having this sensation lately that's kind of weird like my throat gets tight and I think so the first time I ever remember that happening was in a practicum where my supervisor was a jerk and I made a mistake on something I didn't know so we used to have to write these assessments uh, for incoming clients or after they'd been there like a year we would have to update that same paperwork it was a little bit different there were a little bit of differences because they weren't like newly enrolling at that year mark but I believe um if you had if there was another assessment in the system from either a crisis house a hospital a perk call. Some other site that just used the same system as us. But was doing that same type of assessment for their site. But it wasn't a duplicate of service. You would have until that one expired to finish yours. And well, well, the reason why is because whenever you would open a an assessment. You would have to open a client plan. And so your client plan would expire expire in i don't know how many days i want to say it's like 30 days um you'd have 30 days to finish it um but if there was a client plan open for because of another assessment that was before your assessment like if their client plan was expiring before your 30 days you would have to finish your assessment earlier. I didn't know that. I thought we always had 30 days. And so mine was late. So if that makes sense, it's like, it's almost like, okay, if I open something expecting, you know, today's June 16th. If I open something June 16th expecting that, um, um, you know, July uh, 15th, I would have to have that assessment finished and closed out, and signed off on, um, assuming that I had to have it done, that would have been about 30 days, um, no, I guess the 16th, the 16th of, uh, the 16th of July, because June has 30 days, I was thinking July has 31 days, but yeah, June, June has 30 days, so it would be exactly the 15th, it would have been due, or 16th, sorry, what am I saying, today's the 16th, so it would be due in 30 days, which would be the 16th, and so... Uh, but then if it was actually due on the 14th or something, uh, and I didn't know and let it go to the 30 days. Now, nobody caught that. Nobody told me, nobody explained it to me, but you know, they, I think when the supervisor that was a jerk, um, went to sign off on it, it said uh, maybe there was like some message that came up or something or like, you know, the due date or whatever like there was something that she kind of finally noticed like oh this is this way and it's therefore late because there was this other thing that was open that you didn't really know you know and so she basically took me to the director to like talk to the director about it I don't know if I thought they were gonna fire me but I was like okay to get like taken into the office but they explained it to me and I was like okay um but I didn't know but then when we were talking uh like I noticed my voice was like super tight and I was like almost whispering cuz I almost like couldn't talk and I was just like dang like that's never really happened before um but it strangely happened a couple times this week and maybe I can remember maybe two times that it happened Between now and that first time, which was like, dude, that must have been like nineteen, ten, nine years ago or something. It was a long time ago, so it's happened maybe in three periods of time within nine years or so. Um, But I kind of noticed my throat was getting tight this week, Um, and. you know, I had to kind of take breaks and do some breathing and relaxation because it's like my throat shouldn't be getting tight. Like I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not like, yeah, I'm podcasting right now, but it's like, I was just like in my room done for the day with what I was going to do. And I was like, man, my throat is tight. And I kept thinking I had a sore throat. Like, you know, like when you're getting sick, And I was like, no, this isn't a sore throat. Like I didn't have this all day and like it comes and goes, but it's because my throat is like tight and it's like, man, but I noticed like I can kind of relax it so that that isn't happening anymore. And so I'm like, I don't know, like I've been doing a lot of different weird things. And so I'm like, maybe it's because of something the doctor gave me, but it's like, I don't I don't think that would be it. Uh, Maybe because I mean, like, I don't know why I would be like that overwhelmed, but maybe all the job interview stuff is kind of overwhelming uh, and some big trip expenses coming up that are pretty overwhelming um, to even think about. So I don't know, like I'm kind of um, curious. Um, I'm a little bit curious to know how things are going to unfold for me. Uh, with certain stuff, but yeah, with the energy, I would say the, that, that is something that I've noticed. It's like, I'll have some kind of like tension or some kind of like, just kind of like negative thoughts throughout the day and then be able to kind of like do a type of practices that help, like for me, definitely listening to drumming and or and or chanting or um deep breathing or even sometimes ASMR or um just kind of taking almost a nap like just kind of laying down closing my eyes um and for me when I focus on my breathing it really does help me take what's on my mind kind of like off my mind because I'm putting a lot of my attention into the breathing, um, and so, sorry, there's, like, these old cars that all decided to race each other right now, jeez, so, basically, um, yeah, like, there's definitely been kind of a bit going on, but, yeah, I don't, I don't really know, like, so, that's, I don't really know if I have much more to say about this part of the topic. Like, it's just, it's a lot. But yeah, when I was talking about like, you know, what helps like the breathing, the, um, uh, ASMR, like there's certain areas in my body that I notice that I hold, I wouldn't call it even necessarily tension, but I, well, it is a form of tension, but I've noticed that when I get the most, not the most, but like when I get kind of that feeling of like that tightness in my throat or um, that kind of anxiety in the morning or just feeling kind of like, oh, like that, how that feeling, the feeling I hate the most is when I have too much caffeine or too much like vitamin B12 or something. And it just makes me just like so anxious. And I'm like, why did I do this? (laughs) Like every time I'm like, why did I drink that whole freaking Starbucks coffee? Like I know people can, and I have before too, but the come down from that for me is so intense. I'm like, damn, this is not pleasant. Like I do not like it at all. It feels so bad. And like, I just hate it so much. Um, but I do it to myself. It's like willingly, I think actually, was it last night or the night before? I think, I think yesterday I took too much B vitamins. I could, I could tell because I was super anxious last night. Um, I think it's the B vitamins. I'm pretty sure. Um, I had this, uh, instead of having a second cup of coffee or a tea at my lunch time yesterday, um, I decided to have one of those, um, Uh, those Vita Shroom, uh, Lion's Mane, uh, non-psychedelic, you know, um, coffee, it's a mushroom coffee, uh, but it didn't have any caffeine, it was like a mushroom drink, it has Chaga and Lion's Mane and a whole bunch of different types of B vitamins, um, and I, you know, I had one of those packs Um, I lost one of those packs. I had one of those packs. And so I think when I have that with coffee, it just throws me. And so I had coffee in the morning yesterday and then I had that afterwards. And so, uh, I I think that definitely contributed to me staying awake, staying up. Um, but I wasn't like, I don't think. I don't think that stuff gets me wired, but I do think B12 gets me anxious in a way that makes it uncomfortable for me to like easily sleep. Like I can sleep if I like force myself to do it, but it's like, I'm so bad at forcing myself to sleep that I usually just won't, uh, unless I'm feeling tired and like my eyes are starting to close by themselves. Usually I'll probably just keep pushing, um, which is terrible, but it's like, it's, it's what I like I don't I don't know like I get a little bit of discomfort when I'm trying to fall asleep sometimes so it's just kind of not that pleasant but it's not always like that it's just sometimes so it's like mm. but yeah mornings and nights can be hard for me but it's like it's because I don't sleep enough so uh and I don't fall asleep right away when I'm tired so it's like you know, it's like, dude, you're exhausted, go to bed. But yeah, like I've started kind of talking myself through things more like that more often. Just like if I do notice that there's something I need to do and just being like, Hey, you know, like you said, you're going to do this, you know? Um, and I'm not probably perfect with it, but I'm like acknowledging the stuff that I'm avoiding, if that makes sense. So, um, whether or not I'm following through more often or less often it's hard to tell because it hasn't been that many days I don't have that much data to work with but um, yeah like that's kind of what I've been trying things that that have been working for me but um, with this concept I don't really know other than that kind of what I've done as far as, like, my, my mind, um, and my own self-talk and kind of how my mind deals with things, I kind of just let it deal with things, um, I kind of just let my mind run loose, you know, I don't really pull a leash in or anything, and, like, I'm starting to do that a little bit, like, calmly, patiently, just trying to, like, be like, all right, take a step back, like, take a seat, you know, let's reflect a little more often in my days, um, strangely, that is hard to do, um, like, I do come from a religious background, and I was raised around a lot of different types of religious people, and, you know, one thing that I, you know, I was always raised with this, um, ideas that, you know, prayer is important. Pray, you know, you should pray. And then, you know, I met, um, a Muslim friend and I had other Jewish friends, um, and then started meeting more Muslim friends. And, you know, there was something I kind of liked at a certain part of my life, which was the praying, praying morning, noon, night, or, um, the, you know, just praying more often, um, you know, the religion I grew up in, it was more like praying, but not to, um, like you're not necessarily praying, well, I guess, I don't know, there's no times where you have to pray or where you can't pray, but it's like, um... I don't know, I guess people would expect pray at meals, pray, uh, in the morning, in the evening kind of thing, um, pray if you go to to a worship service, but I don't know, I just like the idea of, like, a time of day to kind of, like, do praying, um, I wouldn't say that I, um, have done that particularly, but... I did, like I mentioned, kind of get into, like, you know, when the sun's setting, you know, not really saying a prayer necessarily, but I mean, I don't really know how to really distinguish between, like, prayer, meditation, reflection. Like, to me, I don't know if I really differentiate, you know, like, um whether or not you know I believe or don't believe in a higher power or am praying to one or not or praying to myself or whatever like whatever version of things people do or don't do it's like I don't really know what the difference is like I think it's the mind is taking its intention in into something and just kind of like revealing what it understands about whatever and maybe what it doesn't understand yet and what's what's stressful what's good um or just kind of trying to notice what's going on and not even really like talking about it in some kind of way um because I think prayer is more of like a communication um I think usually when people are praying they're usually like assuming that they're like you know um praying to some someone or something, I don't think people usually would assume that prayer is like, you know, I think you would at least be hanging out with whatever you believe in, like the entity or whatever it is, you would at least be like in the presence of, uh, even if you're not having some kind of communication, just kind of like being there, but um, I don't know, like, it is a form of meditation in a way, and I think they can all be forms of reflection, um, but, I don't know, like, um, I don't think I'm gonna, like, fully gravitate back towards, you know, um, you know, I don't know, like, I can't really say if I'm ever gonna do certain things again or not, but I don't see it in the near future, uh, trying to kind of practice prayer routines like that, necessarily, um, but I don't know, I, I wonder, you know, people that I meet, people that I know, um, and maybe it's a cultural thing, um, most people I know have, difficulty with prayer, difficulty with um meditation, difficulty with breath work um when I was listening to those Don Depani video clips, I did recognize that you know what he said, I mean he kind of keeps saying the same thing in the available clips, but it's like you know we're not taught to uh focus or train our minds we've never been like taught how to do that so when somebody tells you how to do it like nobody's told you like sit here do it this way you know um usually nobody like says that you know some cultures yes but I mean I would say my generation and the culture I grew up in and the subculture I grew up in like it wasn't really something people would like teach like they might have like seminars where people practice and I remember learning about the Acts prayer. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like when you pray to God, you do like it acts that each thing stands for a word. Each letter stands for a word. It's an acronym. So it's like um, the A is oh, I don't even remember. I think it's affirmation. So you're kind of like giving God affirmations. And then C is confession and T is thank. thank- or thinking uh an s is i don't know is it supplication or is it i don't remember i don't know what what the s was for but um surrender i don't know like eh, i don't know but basically it stood for something and then you could use that kind of template to like organize praying I gotta look this up I don't know why let me see if I can find this alright come on phone. let's go what does the axe prayer stand for oh my gosh of course my internet doesn't want to work um Axe Prayer Acronym. Oh my gosh. Prayer Acronym Stand for What does this stand for? Oh, I was okay. I was maybe right. I got some of the words wrong, but um uh, so adoration what did I say? Affirmation. So adoration. So like telling God, like how much you adore and appreciate, uh, confession, thanksgiving and supplication. So, or they say supplication or supply needs. Um, and I think that's, um, for people who like praying, um, or who do pray to God, Uh, or to whoever they pray to. That's an interesting way of, uh, laying it out. Cause like when I did have any kind of praying that I was doing when I was alone, usually too, um, I usually, um, didn't really know, um, like I usually was, like, told to pray. Like, I was, you know, I grew up with the now I lay me down to sleep. And, you know, um, you know, learning the 23rd Psalm and learning the Lord's Prayer. We didn't really say them all that much like that. But, like, uh, it was something to memorize. And then, like, there was a lot of Bible memorization and, um yeah, I always remember, like, having trouble with praying, though. I was, like, sometimes I would be on point about it, and I liked it. Uh There was this book I grew up with called Steps to Christ by Ellen G. White, uh, Adventist, you know, grew up Adventist. So basically, um yeah, like, it kind of lays out a lot about prayer as well. It's from, like, the 1800s, and so the English is very different, but, um, it's got, like, a poet, poetic, old, written kind of text to it, I, I kind of like it sometimes, but it feels, like, very, like, like, the books are yelling at you, that's kind of how, <laughs> that's, like, whenever I read it, I was, like, oh, no, like, like, <laughs> It always like I don't know that book to me felt kind of softer, but the other books, there's a lot of them that like the tone that I read it with is just like you are screwing up, um, but I don't know I don't I never really knew what I fully believed in that kind of stuff, but I mean, it it was interesting food for thought nonetheless, and yeah, that was a little book that you can get them online for free like there's PDFs and it was basically about that, uh, about prayer. Um, and I was, I was very interested that, you know, of all the types of services we went to, there wasn't really a lot about prayer. It was always this like thing to me that I never really was like, I was like, sometimes I would feel like this intimate connection. And then other times it would just be like, talking to a wall. Like I would say like most of the times I would just be like my mind would wander and I'd find myself just like somewhere completely else thinking about like oh like what I had for dinner or just like daydreaming or whatever. Like it was it would always take my like I would always, you know, lose focus with praying. Like that was you know, and I had to I basically got to a point where, you know, I used to feel guilty about it and then I got to a point where I was like, you know, it's just how it is, you know, like And so I would pray and then just be like, all right, that was my prayer for the night. And just like, even if I was like two minutes in and I was like, you know, saying the beginning part and then I just kind of wandered off in a daydream and then I'm like, oh, well, that'll count as my prayer. You know, like I wasn't like forcing myself. I was like, that's just how tonight is. It's just not going to work. And, you know, I always just prayer was always just interesting because like, you know, if you grow up in a religion, most religions, I think. Teach you how to pray. Like there's kind of like a method that's like more involved and it's interesting in Christianity that the only prayer that's really taught in you know, in the New Testament, uh is it the only one? I guess it's kind of the only one that you know, it has the what's called the Lord's Prayer. And it's like that is not that long of a prayer. Um and there's a lot in the Bible about prayer. I don't like go off and on on and on and on. Like I'll record that elsewhere. I'm going to talk about prayer because I'm in the mood to talk about it. But, um... Yeah, I just, um... I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, all that type of stuff with, like, meditation, I, it's kind of the same for me. Like, I have the same issue. My mind kind of wanders. Uh I do notice, though, with the physical things, like body scans and all that kind of stuff, like, I am very, um... I can get like, I'll still daydream, but I'm like, that for me actually is a lot more intense. Like once I start focusing on physical sensations, it's like, whoa, like that's something that's kind of newer for me. I feel like I've been like disconnected from my body for like, I don't know how many years, like, like I can tune into it, but not really. And I think that's why, like at the beginning I was mentioning about like, that kind of tension I experience, I think that's why because I'm not like relaxed all the time or like you know switching my mind into my body to kind of relax more like I'm kind of just like stressing out and staying there um and then it's kind of ramping up throughout the day just because I'm busy and fatiguing and just naturally that's just what I think happens and you know the most vulnerable parts of the day, of the day are usually like when you're sleeping and when you're waking up, you know, cause you're not like fully aware of what's even going on. And so, yeah, like, I think that does have a lot to do with like why it's so hard for me to fall asleep or why when I wake up, I'm just like, like a little bit like, like, <laughs> like almost every time before I wake up, I'm, I'm like predicting that like, okay, if I wake up and I just don't feel too well, that's just how it's going to be. I'll usually reassess after breakfast, after some coffee or after breakfast, usually, I'll start feeling at least somewhat better, but usually that helps a lot, so, um, but yeah, when I first wake up in the morning, it's, like, I am not, I am usually, like, I don't know, if I have slept well and everything, then, like, yeah, like, and I've been exercising and stuff, then, like, yeah, I'll probably feel pretty fine in the morning, but, like, if I've been letting things go a couple days and eating junk food and sleeping, sleeping late and waking up early and like you know just pushing too much then I'll definitely feel it I'll be like whoa I feel pretty not not so refreshed um but I can kind of you know kind of perks up a little bit after breakfast but the issue is that I wake up so early before breakfast usually I'm like a couple hours I'm up a couple hours before breakfast and so it's like to have to like deal with that for a couple hours every morning is like oh my goodness and I'm still so stubborn that I haven't started trying to eat at like 5:30 or 6 in the morning uh but maybe I should maybe I should just have like a snack early because it's like I'm up anyways you know and like it might just make my morning just a little more pleasant but um I'll think about that maybe I'll just keep snacks by my bed um I don't know what snacks but some kind of snacks and then just eat them in the morning first thing with my little coffee uh, that I have usually before breakfast. I don't usually have coffee with breakfast. I like to have coffee at least an hour before breakfast, but, you know, I don't know. It depends. Um. Alright guys, so this is a longer episode because I've been kind of slacking on my episodes. I don't think this is the best of quality. I apologize. I'm kind of all over the place. But I was like, I want to record a longer one because I haven't in a while. But there's an hour, a little over an hour for you. So I hope there was some food for thought in there and that it wasn't completely um, just too much nonsense. But I don't know. I'm kind of thrown. Um, I got a lot to think about this weekend. I might might put the book down for a night or a day or so um, just so I can kind of think on this more um it might be nice to take this into the weekend a little bit more versus like bringing up another topic all of a sudden but we'll see if I feel like reading I'll read too but all right guys thanks for listening.